Hey ladies, it's Melissa McLeod. And this month in the trophies, my free life coaching group, we are discussing money. Oh my gosh. Did that make you so uncomfortable? Did you grow up thinking money was rude to discuss in public out loud? Are you having this podcast play in a public space and you just went red in the face because you're wondering if everyone's looking at you now? Why do we have so many money hangups? So that's what we are going to discuss. I have this vivid memory as a kid asking my dad at the dinner table how much he made. I was, I was curious. Are we rich? Are we poor? I, I just wanted to know. You know, my parents looked at me like I'd said the F word. Oh my gosh. So that's what we're going to get into. Stick around. So I know I'm not the only one that had these experiences as a little kid that made big impressions on me around my money mindset. And money is one of those topics where we deal with it every day, all day long. You know, my career has been mostly in health coaching and it's like food. We have so many hangups around food because it's in our face every day, all day long. We have breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, desserts, drinks, cocktail parties, buffets, There's donuts in the break room. It's like so hard not to think about food and have all these conceptions about it. Money's the same way. We are having transactions all day long. If you're an adult, your kids want money, you're getting paid or you're not getting paid, you're handing someone money, you're paying the cashier, you're swiping your credit card, you're checking your mail, there's a bill in there, you get an email alert, it's your bank balance, it's not what you want to see, it's not looking good. It's like, of course, we have all these feelings about money that cause certain areas of our body to just tighten up. And so what we're doing in the trophies this month is identifying why we feel this way, why we have all these negative connotations about money and then turning them around. So this is about shifting your money mindset. So the first exercise I did with the trophies was have them go back to their first money memories. I just shared one of mine with you. I have another money memory where I was invited to a bat mitzvah and I didn't have like a nice fancy dress. And so I wanted one, but My dad had recently lost his job and my parents are super frugal anyway. Are you listening, mom and dad? I love you. And I've learned so much from you because of that. I think it's a great quality. And I really wanted a dress when I was 13 years old to wear to this fancy party. There was no way my parents were going to buy me a new dress. It wasn't in their nature. And my dad had recently lost his job. It was out of the question. And I took a dress from my older sister And I pinned it with about a dozen safety pins. And all I remember from this bar mitzvah was feeling so uncomfortable. Like I wasn't cute like the other girls. I just felt so bad about myself because of what I was wearing. Because I just wanted a new dress. I thought that that was going to make it all better. But there wasn't enough money. Boom. Lack, scarcity, money mindset. I have another experience where... I was a little kid and I was at the front of the supermarket and I found a $20 bill folded in half on the ground. I found $20 and we tried to turn it in and the manager said I could keep it. And it's like, I felt so rich. I must've been about 10 years old. 
this was like $20. (laughs) I have arrived. I've, I've made it $20. That was like the most money I think I've ever held in my hands at one time, maybe with an exception of like a really generous birthday gift, but certainly no one gave it to me. I had attracted that money. That was a really significant experience for me. I was always, always looking at the ground, looking for lost coins. And that was like major payoff that day. And so tell me about you. What were some of your earliest money memories? And you know what? It's probably your parents that impressed your feelings about money. You can totally blame your parents. Did your parents um, fight about money? Was there never enough? Was your mom totally uninvolved with the finances and your dad handled all the money? Did your mother have to ask for money? What was it going back that caused you to form beliefs as a five-year-old, as a seven-year-old, as a 10-year-old about money that you are still holding onto today? And that's where a money mindset comes from. And so what you want to recognize and what I had the trophies do was realize that these were beliefs that formed when you were a little kid and they were based around things that may or may not have been truth. Like the fact that there isn't enough, you know, there's always enough for people that want it. Isn't that an empowering belief? And so what I want to teach you is to take your negative money beliefs and turn them into positives. And so if you were to think there's lack, there's scarcity when it comes to money, what if you adopted a new belief that said, there's always enough. And if you are wanting to let go of these beliefs, which are just thoughts, you keep thinking, it doesn't mean they're true just because they're things that you believe. They're probably not true, by the way. You need to reframe them into the opposite empowering phrase. What if you said, I never have enough money? What if you said, I always have enough? What if you said, I don't know how to manage money. It is so confusing. My parents know how to do it. What if you started telling yourself, I'm brilliant at managing money? What if you are so wasteful when it comes to spending money? You just like, you get paid and it's gone by Saturday. What if you started telling yourself, I'm deliberate with all my expenditures? I'm never wasteful. What if you feel like you have to work so hard? To earn money. What if you started telling yourself money comes easily and frequently? It's amazing how many people want to give me money. What if you cringe every time you go to your mailbox because it's a bill? What if you started telling yourself checks come to me all the time in the mail? How excited are you going to be to check your mailbox? And so that's the power of positive affirmations. I know it sounds woo woo, kind of silly. But what happens is we have our conscious mind, which is where we live in our head, and then we have our subconscious mind. And it's like an iceberg. Your conscious mind is just the tip of the iceberg. Everything you take in, things that you're telling yourself, but your subconscious mind, it's more than 80% of what is going on in your head. And it doesn't know the difference between reality and what you're visualizing, imagining, or pretending. And that's why it's so impressionable. That's why when you tell a little kid that he's stupid, he grows up being a bad student. But if you pour compliments into a kid, these are words of affirmation. You guys, it's one of the love languages, words of affirmation. That's how powerful they are. This kid is going to go on to do amazing things. We do that to our kids. We praise our kids all the time. 
why don't we do it to ourselves? And so this is the trick of changing your money mindset. You're going to rewrite your story and you are not going to believe it in the beginning. You're going to tell yourself these empowering thoughts and be like, (laughs) that's not true. Money comes to me easily and frequently. Oh yeah, right. But after a few weeks and a few months of saying this, you start to believe it. And then you go to your mailbox and there's an unexpected check. It's the magic of playing with positive affirmations. When I said it's one of the love languages, it's because there's this great book, Five Love Languages, and it talks about how people give and receive love in different ways, five different ways. One of them's like physical touch, you know, like hugging, being intimate, etc. One of them's gifts. Okay, one of them is words of affirmation. These are words of affirmation. But everyone can respond to words of affirmation because your subconscious mind is always on and it's always absorbing. Have you ever heard of people that play tapes while they're sleeping? That's your subconscious mind. You can reprogram it just by tricking it, by telling it things that you may not believe right now, but it's going to start believing them. And pretty soon you grow into that. And so what I invite you to do is revisit those first money memories, which were the negative ones that you need to rewrite, write the opposite, turn it into a positive affirmation. And then you write it in your journal every single morning, or you post it on a sticky on your bathroom mirror, or you have it on your dashboard when you get into your car, or it's the background wallpaper on your cell phone, your subconscious mind is going to pick it up and you will see how easy it is to attract money. The next thing I want to invite you to do is to start a journal of all the money you're receiving. I actually use Lucky Bitch. It's an iPhone app. It's free. Sorry, Android users. You'll have to do the journal. And it has you track every time you receive money, including free things, including the little sampler of Lindor chocolates at Costco. I plug in everything into this app. Every time my client pays me, every time my company pays me, I put it in. But everything I'm receiving that's a gift, unexpected, it's free. Maybe I'm channeling it through somebody else. Maybe I got invited to a dinner through my husband's work, something like that. You put it in and you will start to see how powerful of an attractor you are. So start journaling or use Lucky Bitch app every time money comes your way. And there's cash money and then there's value. And the value counts. Maybe you do a trade, like you offer your friend a service and she gives you something in return. That counts. You're attracting something of value. Another thing I want you to do is have cash on you. Always have cash on you because then you're looking at this $20 or 50 or a hundred dollar bill in your wallet. And you're like, dude, I'm so loaded. Or you put a change box or change bowl on your dresser so that you've, oh, you're always seeing money. Money's always around you. There's always enough. It's everywhere put a little bit in your junk drawer. So you open your junk drawer to get your tape and your scissors and your stapler. And it's like, oh my gosh, look at this money. I got a dollar bill and a 50 cent piece just hanging around. Money is always around me. There's always enough. It's everywhere. And next, get organized. You know, my financial situation used to be like a junk drawer. I have an account here. I had an account there. I had three banks with different savings accounts and checking accounts. It was all over the place. I had these 401ks from old jobs and oh my gosh, it was like, I didn't have my arms around how much I even had. And so when I got married and we merged our finances, I got it so tight. So my husband and I have a joint account. We each have our own 
separate accounts. That's a whole different conversation, something I highly recommend. And then, and he knows how much is in mine and I know how much is in his, but there's power in having access to your own money, ladies. And then my business, I have a, a business account that's everything is separate from my business than from my household finances. So get organized. Don't have these loose ends, unpaid bills, all these different accounts with different debit cards. You don't even know the login or the pin anymore. It's like, just get it all together. Know how much you've got. And then if you follow accounts on social media or you're on email newsletters for people that are just like, look at that rich bitch. Look at him driving that. His parents probably bought it for him. Just unfollow those people because they're feeding this negative connotation you have around money and being wealthy. You're never going to get there. If you feel like people that get there are just less than, or they're stealing from somebody else to get, don't worry about it. Just unfollow those people. Anytime something around money makes you feel bad, unfollow, unsubscribe, delete, and then say one of your powerful money mindset affirmations. Money comes easily and frequently. And then the last thing, this was a really powerful exercise with the trophies. You are going to give money away. Ooh, you don't think you have enough? You have enough. Especially if you're listening in the Western world, you have enough. Many of you know, I live on the other side of the globe in a developing country. You have so much. And if you give it and you don't want to, it's not going to make a difference. But if you give it and you give it joyfully and you become this conduit of money and money flows to you and out and back again, it's this law of reciprocity. It's going to come back the ancient scripts say it's going to come back in multiples, multiples, like it's, you're going to get more than you gave. And so give, give, and give with a joyful heart. That's a big part of giving so that you get it back in a different way. So think of someone that you can impact. I, my husband and I give like standard every month. It's recurring, but it's the GoFundMe's and the people that I'm giving money to that I know where it's going and where it's making a difference or you hear of a friend of a friend that's in a tough position and they need you know, money for a medical bill, something like that. It's where I'm like helping someone that I feel there's a connection there, way different than giving to like the Red Cross, not to take anything away from the Red Cross. But those are that's where I joyfully give. So I want to challenge you to start giving. If it's $5, it makes a difference. If it's $1, it makes a difference. It's about giving, giving joyfully, and you start to realize you have enough. So thanks for listening. I can't wait to hear how you start to change your money mindset. Gosh, that was a lot. That was my bullet list. Go back to your childhood memories. What were your first memories of money? And then you want to take your negative beliefs and then write the opposite in a positive affirmation. And then you're going to tell it to yourself over and over again until your subconscious mind picks it up and starts to believe it. Next, you're going to track all the money you receive. I love that lucky bitch app, but you might just want to keep pen and paper. Just do a journal. You aren't going to believe how much money comes your way in all different shapes and forms every single day. Next, you're going to visually see cash. You're going to have it in your wallet. You're going to put it on your dresser. It's going to pop up at you. So you're walking around your house and living your life feeling like, oh, 
money is all around me. And then get organized. Don't have all these loose ends and unpaid bills and several different bank accounts. Just get it tight. Know how much you've got. And then unfollow accounts, unsubscribe from emails that make you feel bad about how good they're doing. Well, good for them. Just unfollow. And then last, I challenge you to joyfully give. Even if it's a dollar, you have $5. Joyfully give. You will become a conduit for money. Let me know how it goes. This is the conversation we're having in the trophies. If you're not a trophy, ladies, join us, www.thetrophies.co. It's my free group life coaching page on Facebook. That did not come out right. It's my free life coaching group on Facebook. And that's right.